There are a lot of good trainers out there who have different strengths, weaknesses, goals, and training strategies. And it's not fair to you or to them to work with someone whose training doesn't align with you. Welcome to the Dressage Connection podcast, where we are demystifying dressage training so your connection with your horse can flourish and you can start making sustainable momentum in your riding. I'm your host, Beth Carter, an Australian dressage trainer, coach, and the human behind BC Performance Horses with a passion for making correct dressage training understandable and accessible for every horse and rider. I believe that every horse benefits from dressage training, and I believe that it is possible to develop a horse that produces high quality work that scores well while still having an epic connection with your horse. I'm here to help you build foundations that will support you through the levels, own your role as your horse's trainer, and fall back in love with riding your horse. So put your foot in the stirrup, and let's build that dressage connection. Hey there, and welcome back to the Dressage Connection podcast. On today's episode, I want to talk about something that I don't see talked about a lot, choosing the right trainer for you. And I'm also going to talk about myself as a trainer a bit. If you're in the market for a trainer now, or you ever have been previously, you're going to know that it isn't always an easy thing. And when you finally find that trainer that makes everything feel like it makes sense, then you don't let go. There is more than one way to train a horse well. Just because I do it one way doesn't mean that someone else can't get the same result using a different method. The same thing goes with coaches. Just because as a coach I teach you something one way doesn't mean if you were to learn it a different way from another coach that one of the ways is wrong. Or if the way one coach explains something to you has you feeling like a million light bulbs going off in your head at once, when another coach has explained it to you in a different way but it hasn't had the same impact, It doesn't make one coach better than the other. Riding isn't black and white like this. As humans, we like to pit similar things against each other, and I say enough of that. Sure, not all trainers are equal, but there are a lot of good trainers out there who have different strengths, weaknesses, goals, and training strategies. And it's not fair to you or to them to work with someone whose training doesn't align with you. In my opinion, your coach needs to be someone whose guidance you trust. This isn't saying that you can't have a voice or that you have to blindly agree with absolutely every single thing they say or do. I think having your own thoughts and opinions is healthy, but I think that it's important to find someone whose basic principles align with you and what you're trying to achieve in your writing. In other words, you want to find a trainer that is able to train you in the way that you want to be trained. My personal preference when looking for a trainer for myself is someone who deeply prioritizes the foundational training elements that we talked about in the last episode. I personally love a no BS approach where the trainer tells it to me like it is what I'm doing wrong, what I'm doing right, while telling me the how and the why it's impacting my horse or my training or my riding. I'm happy to take the slow burn approach or to approach things in a non-typical way if the payoff is good. I am obsessed with finding new ways to build on those simple foundations to simplify taking the horse step by step up the levels with as much confidence and quality as possible. My coach also needs to be someone who I can have a laugh with, even if it's at my expense. 
someone I feel confident communicating with and who I feel in my bones is taking my horse and I in the right direction. I am very feel-based in my training and I trust my feeling immensely. I trust my instincts. I know when something feels right for me and my horse and when it doesn't. Because I have this very clear picture of what I want in a trainer, I am able to feel confident in my decision to train with whoever I want to train with and my decision to walk away if it doesn't feel right for me. If you're reading my description of what I like in a trainer and you're thinking, oh, that's not for me, that's not what I want in a trainer, that's completely okay. It doesn't mean that you're not a good rider or you're not going to be a good rider or you can't work with a good trainer. Just because I like certain things in my trainer doesn't mean you have to like those same things in your trainer even if you train with me. Not every trainer is for every rider, but there is a trainer out there for every rider. And just because one trainer doesn't click with you, it doesn't necessarily mean they're not a good trainer. They're just not a good trainer for you. If you're not sure what you like in a trainer, have a think about yourself. How do you learn? What do you want to achieve as a rider? Think about the sort of results you want to see coming from your training. Do you want quick results? Do you want sustainable results? Do you want cheap results? Unfortunately, you can't have all of these things. If you want quick or cheap results, your progress will not be sustainable and they will usually be missing a lot of the pieces of the puzzle that you'll have to find and fill in later on. If you want sustainable results, then it's not going to happen quickly or cheaply. Do you want a coach who can give you a quick polish up before your competition tomorrow, point out some weaknesses and give you a few tools to improve them? Or do you want a partner in your horse's training who's going to support you through the correct training of the foundations to make stepping through the levels feel simple? As a trainer, I personally choose not to take on the quick fix competition polish ups if they're not a current client because giving people band-aids to put over their training holes that they aren't going to be able to sustain just so they can ride down the center line tomorrow doesn't align with me at all. And every time that I've done it, I have absolutely hated it. So I decided to stop doing it. Just because I don't feel comfortable doing this doesn't mean no trainer will take you for a once-off pre-competition tune-up. There are plenty of trainers out there that you can book in with if that's what you're looking for. In fact, probably most trainers will take you. I've just decided to not be one of them. Do you need a gentle hand in the right direction? Do you want someone to push you but still be fair on you? Do you want someone to tell you what you want to hear? As a trainer, I am happy to be gentle. I am happy to push you, but I will always be fair and I will always tell you the truth. Again, there are plenty of trainers out there who will tell you what you want to hear if that's your vibe, but I am not the trainer for you if that is what you want. Once you know what you want in a trainer, you need to communicate to them what that is right from the beginning so they can train you in this way or they can tell you that they are not the right fit for you because communication is probably the most important thing in a student trainer relationship. One, the trainer needs to be able to communicate the lesson content to the student in a way that feels good and makes sense for them. And two, the student needs to be able to communicate to the trainer when they are feeling like they need a deeper explanation or if anything makes them feel uncomfortable. Your trainer cares about your progress. Your trainer wants you to succeed. Your trainer is on your team. Your trainer wants to do right by you and your horse. And if they don't, 
it's probably time to find a new trainer. (laughs) If your trainer can change the way that they communicate with you to help something make more sense or help you feel more comfortable, then they will. But you as the student need to be able to communicate your needs to your coach. I speak from experience when I say there's nothing more frustrating as a trainer than when your student doesn't communicate their needs to you until it's too late. I've had a student tell me that she had these big ambitions and that she wanted me to push her as hard as possible because she really wanted to get the most out of her lessons. I also like to be coached this way, so I enthusiastically coached this person how I like to be coached. She made amazing progress. She seemed thrilled. I loved teaching her, but then she stopped coming. About a year later, she booked a lesson, and in that lesson, she told me she was unsure about starting with me again because while she loved the progress that she was making when she trained with me, she didn't love how hard I pushed her. I'll be honest, in that moment, I was confused and a bit heartbroken because I'd been coaching this woman exactly how she'd asked me to. Never had I felt like I had asked for anything this rider or her horse wasn't capable of in that moment. And she had never given me any indication that the way I was coaching her was making her feel uncomfortable. I just felt horrible. All I had done was call her out when I thought that she could do better, try motivating her towards her goals and get extremely vocal about my excitement when they made any progress in the right direction. So I reminded her that she'd asked me to push her and told her that if you know she had communicated to me in the moment that that style of coaching that I was using made her feel uncomfortable, then I would have taken a different approach and that from now on I would take a different approach. If I'm your trainer, I am always going to be honest with you. I am never going to ask you to do something that I don't think you or your horse is capable of in that moment. I am all about doing everything in small steps so that you understand how they make up the big picture so you feel comfortable and capable of recreating it when I'm not in the arena. I'm always going to be prioritizing the foundational elements of dressage training because I believe that they are the key to the training of every horse. I'm going to help you do what's best by your horse and, and care about you and your horse and your journey maybe a little too much. Honesty, fairness, transparency, foundations, kindness. These are the things that I am not negotiable about as a trainer, whether I am training horses or I'm training humans. What I am negotiable about is how we achieve these things together as a team. I understand that every horse and person learns differently and I try as hard as I can to tailor how I deliver the content of my lessons to the horse and rider that I'm in the arena with. Something I don't think is fair to expect of a trainer is for them to be negotiable on their training philosophy. As I've already said, there are plenty of trainers out there teaching all kinds of philosophies and specializations. It's not fair to expect a trainer that is extremely foundation and quality focused to give you a quick tune up before a competition, then get upset when they have taken you back to work on the foundations you've skipped over. The same as it wouldn't be fair to go to a trainer that specializes in rider position, then get upset when they spend the majority of the lesson working on your position. Once I had a former student hit me up for a couple of lessons before a competition she had coming up. I'd worked with her quite a lot before a few years earlier and she was very aware of how foundation focused I am. Anyway, this lesson ended with the client literally yelling at me because I dared taking her back to the foundations. Forward reactions, straightness and the connection. 
Because in my opinion, if you don't have even the most basic iteration of these things, then you are not going to be able to make it through a test. I had tried explaining this and the content of the lessons to her in so many different ways. I even got on the horse to show her what I meant, but still she yelled, you need to be more flexible, aka I need to change my training philosophy for her. I explained to her that there are plenty of coaches out there that will tell her what she wants to hear and give her a few tools to use in the tests. I'm just not one of them. And while I'm more than happy to be flexible on the way I explain things and the exercises we use in the lessons like I had just been, the core of what I'm teaching stays the same because I believe in it and I, it wouldn't be authentic to me or to her if I changed my entire training philosophy to make her happy. And I don't want to teach like that. If you're booking in with a new trainer, ask them what they focus on in their training. Tell them what they're looking, what you're looking for in a trainer and ask them if they think they would be a good fit for you. Don't just tell them you, what you think they want to hear when it's not what you actually want or where you're at in your riding. Because just like the situation I was talking about before, if for whatever reason you're not as honest as possible about what you want out of the relationship, both sides are going to end up frustrated. Most trainers will appreciate you taking the time to actually communicate what it is you want out of the training so we can see if we're actually on the same page about the training, the goals, the journey. Because if we're not, it's never going to work out. I want to wander off now in a bit of a different direction here and talk about clinics and training with different coaches outside of your core coach. I think clinics are a great way to gain experience from a different perspective, have a different set of eyes on you and also have things said to you in different ways. There's been so many times where I've been at clinics and the coach has said something to me that my trainer and I have been working on for so long, but the way this coach has said it or the context they've put it in has just made it feel like a million light bulbs are going off in my head at once. I think a different perspective is a good thing. But I'm going to say something that may be a bit controversial here. I think that it's important to be selective about who you clinic with. I don't think bouncing around every single clinic that comes to town is always the best option for you and your horse, especially when you don't have a solid training philosophy yourself. Because your horse's training thrives on consistency. When you are constantly changing up the training method by working with all these different trainers, you can confuse your horse and yourself by trying to add in too many different eggs from different baskets. When you attend a clinic, you want it to be for them to bring a certain perspective to your riding while still aligning with you and your training philosophy. Ideally, you want someone who trains in a similar way to your core coach. A good way to find a clinic is actually by looking at who your coach trains with, who they align with, who they're inspired by. A lot of trainers will actually host clinics with their coaches and fill spaces with their students. This works so well because the clinic gets filled and the student gets a different perspective from their core coach while still training within the same or a similar training philosophy. If you're not sure about a trainer that's doing clinics regularly in your area, go and fence it one time. This gives you the opportunity to see if you like what that coach brings to the table, as well as hopefully giving you some gold nuggets that you can apply to your own riding in the meantime. If you do join a clinic and your gut is telling you that what they're telling you to do isn't benefiting you or your horse, please don't feel obligated to do that thing. Trust your gut and listen to yourself. 
You know what's best for you and your horse, and it's not worth doing something that you feel isn't right for you if you aren't sure. Go back to communication. Be respectful, but ask them why they're asking you to do that thing and what result they're expecting from it. And maybe with a further explanation, then you'll feel better about it or you'll stand by your decision and be like, I don't want to do that with my horse. Because if you don't understand something, you're not going to be able to replicate it anyway. Now I want to talk about managing your expectations. I feel like it's important to point out that even if you have a good trainer, your riding is not going to completely change overnight and your horse's way of going is not going to completely change overnight, especially if you're working with a more specialized trainer. Taking a lesson is not a magic button to become a better rider. It takes a lot of time and consistency to reframe bad habits and build on those solid foundations. You're never going to go from a 55% rider to a 65% rider in just a few lessons. It's going to take months of showing up, putting in the work in your lessons and in your rides at home to start seeing that progress. Sometimes it may even feel like you're going a bit backwards, but the beauty is once you do start seeing that progress, it's going to feel so good because you know you're building it on solid foundations. Sure, riding horses and training horses isn't linear. Sometimes you're going to make what feels like huge leaps forward. Sometimes that progress is going to plateau. Sometimes you're going to feel like you're going a bit backwards. Our horses are living, breathing animals that we are partnering ourselves with. There's a bunch of different ways for your training to momentarily stop moving forwards. That's why it's so important to work with a trainer that you really trust because you're going to need that trust in their process, in those moments where the progress feels a bit flat or a bit backwards. To summarize what we've talked about today, your trainer needs to be someone that your training principles align with, someone you feel comfortable communicating with, and someone that you trust. If you don't have these things, then both you and your coach are going to end up feeling frustrated. There are plenty of coaches out there. Just because one of them doesn't align with you, your wants and your needs, doesn't at all mean they're not a good coach. They're just not a good coach for you. You need to be honest about what you want out of your coach and what you want out of your riding so that your coach is able to train you the way that you want to be trained. Your coach isn't going to judge you because you don't want to be pushed hard or don't have big ambitions. Just be honest with your coach and communicate to them if you don't understand something or you feel uncomfortable. If they're the right coach for you, they will be able to adapt to the delivery of their training content. If it still isn't working or their core training philosophy isn't aligning with you or your horse, then they aren't the right coach for you. And that is okay. It just means you need to find a different trainer. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Dressage Connection podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes and leave a rating, review, or share a screenshot of this episode to your stories to help more people find their dressage connection. You can always reach out to me on Instagram with any questions about anything we've covered on the podcast, your own writing journey, or just to say hi at bc.performancehorses. You can also get the latest info about how you can work with me on website bcperformancehorses.com. I can't wait to hang out with you in the next episode, but in the meantime, go on and build that beautiful dressage connection 